Welcome to the PeaceWorks Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Moles. I'm a pastor and biblical counselor who helps churches and families confront the evil of domestic violence and promote healthy, God-honoring relationships. And welcome back, everyone, to the PeaceWorks Podcast. So glad that you guys are joining us today. We've got a special guest with us I'm going to introduce here in a moment. We're going to discuss... uh, his book. But before we get to that, let me remind you uh, once again of PeaceWorks University. PeaceWorks University is our online membership community. And if you're benefiting from the PeaceWorks podcast, PeaceWorks University is your best next step. We have master classes and toolbox items uh, along with um, many other resources that supplement what you're already learning from uh, the PeaceWorks podcast. And in fact, one of our regular faculty members at PeaceWorks University is joining me on the podcast today. We have Dr. Greg Wilson. Greg is a licensed counselor and biblical counselor in the state of Texas, and he's co-author of the book, When Home Hurts. Uh, Greg, welcome to the PeaceWorks podcast. Glad to be here. Awesome. We're glad to have you. And if uh, again, if you guys are familiar with PeaceWorks University, then uh, you're very familiar with Greg and his work, but uh, we're here to talk a little bit about the book, When Home Hurts. It's the latest biblical counseling resource on domestic abuse, and it's co-authored uh, by Greg and Dr. Jeremy Pierre. Uh, Greg, can you just fill us in a little bit about yourself, and if you want to give a plug for Jeremy, uh, you can do that too. Sure. So uh, as as Chris said, I'm a licensed counselor here in Texas, and Um, uh, Jeremy is a professor at uh, the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary in um, uh, Louisville, Kentucky, and also a pastor uh, at a church there in Louisville. And so uh, we had um, we had come together several years ago. I was going to do a doctorate um, in biblical counseling at um, at Southern Seminary and that's really, Chris, where this the the idea of this book came up. Uh, do you want me to just go ahead and jump into that? That'd be awesome. Yeah, tell us a little bit more about the book and the concept and how you guys uh, came together. To yeah, write so it. it's a it's a really great story. So, um, the part the part of the story that happened when Jeremy and I met and started working together on the doctor, I'll tell you now. And then there's a great backstory that you know, Chris. I'd love to. Uh, tell the folks as well um, at some point in terms of like uh, how this thing all came to to be. But basically, like I said, I wanted to do a doctorate in uh, biblical counseling at Southern. I talked to um, Jeremy and um, and and we got all that emotion. At some point in that process, he said, "Hey, what do you think you want to write on for your dissertation?" And I I told him because of some things that I was seeing in my practice here in Texas because of some things that I was seeing in my local church here in um, Texas um, and other local churches, honestly, around the area. Um, I really wanted to write on the idea of how the church responds or how the church can respond in helpful ways um, in situations of domestic abuse. And Jeremy, I had no idea, but Jeremy said, you know what? Um, I want us, when you do that dissertation here at Southern, I want us to turn that dissertation into a book, um, because I have been thinking about writing a book on that topic, uh, myself. And I hadn't, so I felt like I needed to write it with someone 
and I hadn't really found the right uh, co-author that I want to write it with. But with your experience, uh, I think that that might be uh, the right the right way to go. And so that's really that's really how the idea um, got started, and uh, or at least that's how the idea got started with me. Um, now the the backstory to that is. Um, is really great and involves someone that both you and I respect quite a bit, which is uh, uh, Kathy Crager in, in her books and her articles. You'll, she's usually referred to as Catherine Clark Crager, and it looks like Kroger, but it's pronounced Crager. Um, and she has written extensively on the topic of domestic abuse, um, extensively. And she passed away, what year, Chris, 2011? Oh boy, 2011 or 2012. Um... She was, if the listeners are unfamiliar, because I know our movement has grown so quickly and without, uh, without Dr. Crager's leadership, uh, even those of us in the conservative evangelical complementarian space wouldn't be as far along as we are. She was the founder of uh, Peace and Safety in the Christian Home, which had a regular newsletter and was one of the first organizations I connected to. And so I believe it was around 2011, 2012, perhaps, uh, and where she passed away. She was a longtime professor at uh, Gordon-Conwell. That's right. But uh, during that time when she was at Gordon-Conwell, sometime around, uh, I think it was like 2000. So we're talking about, you know, 20, over 20 years ago. Um, uh, the Willie McKenzie, who was our person at Christian Focus Publications, who helped us uh, get this book out, um, he was new there at that time. He's in Scotland. Okay. So, uh, so he is a book publisher, Christian book publisher in Scotland. He comes over to the States. Uh, he uh, goes to Gordon Conwell looking for some writers, some people who might uh, be interested in writing books because, you know, he's a, he's a book publisher now and that's what they, that's what they do. They look for authors and ideas. And so uh, he can't find anybody that day at Gordon Conwell um, that is in the office that he can talk to, but he finds this one lady, uh, Kathy Crager, and she is just so kind to him. She gives him lots of her day. In fact, after this conversation, I'm going to relate to you actually, she actually uh, said, Hey, do you want to just come to my, uh, to my place on Cape Cod and have uh, lunch with myself and my husband? So she, she took him uh, to lunch with, with her husband after, uh, after this uh, meeting. But basically in this meeting, he said, he said, Hey, I'm a, a book publisher. I'd like to publish something, you know, by you. And, and she knew, or maybe he told her, I don't remember how, but somehow she knew that uh, Christian Focus, pretty conservative uh, publishing house, uh, complementarian publishing house, and um, and Kathy Crager is egalitarian, um, and so you know she basically kind of laughed uh, when he said, "I'd like to publish you," and said, "You know, your audience is not going to want to read a book." published by me. Uh, and so, um, and so, um, which I just love the humility of that. It's like, I'm not the person that you, that you want, but she said, I do think that the churches that read the books, uh, that come out of Christian focus, conservative churches, complementarian churches, those churches need a great book, a great resource on this topic. Um, and she said it just like that. She didn't say what she could have, which is because you guys are really messing things up. <laughs> she could have said that, but she didn't say that. She was kind. She is a, apparently, I've never met her. I think, did you, you met her once, didn't you, Chris? I did not. 
get the I did not have the privilege of of meeting her. My our mutual friend Leslie uh, met her. Leslie and Brunner. Then I, okay. I have a a dear friend who's I would say a Kathy disciple, uh, and I've had some great interactions. And by God's grace, I got a chance to sit down with the original Posh members. Wow. Um, at a conference just a few years ago, and it was quite an experience. That's, but yeah, please so continue. She's known, she's known to be a humble woman right. and a very kind woman, and she certainly was that day with Willie. And she basically said, you guys need something like this. And she handed him a doctoral dissertation that she had from someone who was working on their, their doctorate, D-Men, at Gordon-Conwell, and had written a dissertation on um on this topic i can't remember that guy's name right now but it, it actually christian focus has a whole blog on this if you're interested it's a fascinating story i'm just giving you the highlights um but she she handed in this dissertation well that guy uh was about to graduate with his demon what uh i don't think anybody knew at that point was that he had been diagnosed with uh terminal cancer and so literally by the time willie ran him down to try to write this book uh, unfortunately, that gentleman had passed away from cancer, and uh, his his wife just basically said to Willie, "You know what? I am I, I'm not. I thank you so much for wanting to turn my husband's uh, dissertation into a book. I'm just not. I, I don't have the bandwidth right now in my grief process for uh, handling that." And so she declined. And that sent Willie, so in 2000, so over 20 years ago, that sent Willie on this search for someone to write uh, this book, essentially, for someone to write uh, a book on uh, domestic abuse and how the church um, can handle it. And he, at some point, he ran into Jeremy Pierre, and, um, and Jeremy said, I'd love to write that book, because if you read the book, which I hope you all will, um, in the preface to that book, Jeremy tells the story about his sister. So his sister was in a uh, domestically abusive relationship um, and by God's grace came out of that and is safe and, and loving the Lord and, and uh, living at peace, which is just great uh, for her. So she's in a good place at this point. But because that hits so close to home in Jeremy's uh, personal life. Um, uh, he really wanted to write this book, but he felt like he wanted to write it, uh, honestly, just with someone like me, uh, someone who had uh, clinical experience working in this area. I get my clinical experience at it, not because, and you know what this is like, Chris, I think everybody that's in this work says, I didn't, I didn't just, I didn't go into this work to get into this work. <laughs> I kind of just ended up in this work. Right. And so, my, I have a marriage and family counseling practice. So I, I counsel uh, marriages and families, couples on a wide variety of types of situations. But when you have that kind of practice, occasionally these uh, couples walk in your door. Sometimes it's just the wife who says, you know, I don't know if I want to meet with my husband in a counseling room. Let me tell you what's going on. Um, and then you, you get involved, or sometimes it's a husband that comes in and says, I don't know what's going on. My wife just says, I need counseling and starts telling you what's going on, you know, and one way or the other, you end up uh, realizing, okay, this is what this is. And I need to treat this 
differently. And that's how I ended up getting into this work. Yeah. So, so the, the book, When Home Hurts, A Guide for Responding Wisely to Domestic Abuse in the Church, um, Jeremy Pierre and his co-author here with us on the PeaceWorks podcast, Greg Wilson, uh, we have talked on the podcast quite a bit. And I think folks that are in the circle uh, here at the PeaceWorks podcast know some of the literature out there. What is it about this particular book that's different? And I know you and I have talked about this off, you know, off the air, but what are sure. some of the things about this book that makes it unique and fits it kind of into the catalog of what we have to offer uh, to domestic abuse work? Yeah, well, if you look at the literature that's out there, and you and I both know and have celebrated, in fact, how much great uh, stuff is coming out from even even biblical counselors and and from from people within this movement in the church on this topic. Uh, but like, if you look at Joy's book called "A Peace," that is you know a book that's primarily written towards victims and advocates. If you look at your book, um, you know the the heart of domestic abuse um, that is written you know towards perpetrators and specifically the specific focus towards perpetrators. If you look at um, uh, Darby's book, Is It Abuse, which came out recently, um, that is just helping people kind of understand what abuse is and what is and isn't abuse. And it, particularly with some of the areas of abuse that I know people in the past have been a little bit reluctant to even consider abuse. So emotional abuse and financial abuse and really helping to draw that out. Those are great resources and they're great resources for the church. I think people in the church should be reading and consuming those resources for sure as well. What Jeremy and I wanted to do, what we had a particular heart for doing, and like I said, it's it's what I had hoped to do, to focus on in my writing for my, for my doctorate at Southern was how does the church, so church leaders, pastors, elders, deacons, friends and family members, uh, church leaders uh, who, who may not be an elder or a deacon, but they're still church leaders like home group leaders or people like that. Um, how do those people know how what to do when they confront a situation of domestic abuse? How do they recognize it? Um, and then how do they know properly how to uh, respond to it. And so that, so I would say that what sets our book apart from those other excellent resources, which are great resources, Leslie stuff, which uh, I didn't even mention Leslie stuff, which I should have. Uh, but, you know, Leslie stuff is again, mostly targeted towards victims. Um, but like, you know, what sets our book apart is that it was meant to be for the church. This is how church, this is how you can help. Uh, this is how you can come alongside this person, this individual. Uh, you know my heart for this, Chris. Both people, both individuals in the uh, domestic abuse relationship are image bearers of God, both of them, right? The, the perpetrator is an image bearer of God, and the victim is certainly an image bearer of God. And so if you are a friend, a family member, a pastor, an elder, a deacon, you um, know whether you know it or not right now, you do know people who are in a, a, a domestic abuse relationship. Um, you, again, you, they may, it may not have been revealed to you yet, but you know, people, the statistics are just so clear that, you know, people, or you will know people. And we wanted to write a resource 
specific for those people. So you'll see, you know, we have laid out the book with the first section is, you know, this is kind of what abuse looks like. This is how you uh, know how to recognize it. I love the podcast you did a few weeks ago on definitions, you know, and so, you know, it's, it's like, there isn't just like a clear cut definition right. um, for this. Um, instead, it's, it's a, uh, a combination of perceptions and behaviors that you're looking at. Um, and so we, we talk about that in the first section of the book. And then in the second section of the book, we talk about how to respond in the short term. So this victim has approached you or something has come up in home group and it's caused like some bells to go off in your mind, particularly if you've listened to the PeaceWorks podcast in the past and you've heard from some of these great people that we just referred to, um, you know, and so, you know, some of those things or, or maybe the person's just come right out and said, hey, I, maybe they've been the one who read Darby or Leslie or um, Joy or you or whatever. And, and they said, you know, I think I'm in this kind of a marriage or like I said in my um, counseling practice, sometimes it's the husband that comes up and says, hey, my wife is saying some things about me and my behavior that I don't. I don't think I agree with, but I, she's saying I need to get some help. I need to talk to somebody about it. Uh, I don't even know the first place to start with getting help, you know? And so, you know, how you address victims and perpetrators and the priority of that, the priority of safety for the victim, of course, uh, before even addressing the perpetrator at all, all that is covered in the second uh, section of the book. And then the third section of the book is the longer term. So how you come alongside this victim as she is um, recovering from the trauma that is caused in a domestic abuse relationship. Um, and, and then how you walk alongside this perpetrator in a long period of um, repentance, whether or not that leads to reconciliation of the marriage or not, but with the hope by God's grace of reconciliation with the Lord in that uh, for him. And then if the, if the marriage is able to be reconciled, which we've done, we've talked about that a lot, a lot of times it's not, but if the marriage is able to be reconciled, praise the Lord, but at least how you walk alongside, um, that, that perpetrator. And then we also talk about the collateral damage, working with children. That's also in the second section. And we talk about how to communicate to the church at large, um, and, and that's in the third section as well. So, and then appendices with resources and all that we, we have written it to be a guide. That's why we call it a guide for wise responding wisely to domestic abuse in your church. Uh, it's meant to be a guidebook for the church. That's, that's how it's different. I think it, uh, I think it will present itself as kind of the first book that a pastor or church leader should have on the topic. I think that uh, Darby's work will be kind of the standard by which we um, understand the dynamics um, of abuse. And then, of course, the practical aspects of what I've written, what Leslie's written, what Joy's written, will all kind of fold into that. So uh, if you have not read uh, When Home Hurts, a guide for responding wisely to domestic abuse in your church, uh, please consider picking that up. It's available everywhere the books are sold and in particular That's right. on Amazon and uh, other folks uh, that, that sell it. You can find it uh, at the publisher as well, Christian Focus. And it again is by Jeremy Pierre and our guest today, Greg Wilson. So uh, 
Yeah, and we have a we have a website, whenhomehurts.com, that also will will let you will direct you to all the different retailers uh, and how you can find the That's book. Awesome. Whenhomehurts.com. Whenhomehurts.com. It's an excellent resource. I recommend it to you. I also want to recommend uh, Greg to you as a resource, uh, especially if you live in his neck of the woods. But uh, shameless plug for PeaceWorks University. Uh, Greg's been a huge help in PeaceWorks University over the years, doing master classes on topics doing such like great work. what's that? I said you guys are doing such great work. Uh, it's a, there's a lot of content, and we owe a lot of that to you. Uh, in particular, our discussions on the image of God. And uh, personality disorders was also one that I found to be super helpful in our masterclass section. So be sure to head over to chrismoles.org uh, to check out more about PeaceWorks University. Please pick up a copy of the book. Uh, we rarely have guests on the podcast, Greg, but when we do, we uh, have thrown to them at the very end. Uh, if there's any final words of hope you have for anybody that's listening, a lot of people tune in from different perspectives, but any final words of, of hope or encouragement for our listeners? Yes. Um, so, and again, this is something I know I share with you, Chris, but there is, there is always hope um, in every situation. You know, a lot of the stuff that you'll read and see on domestic abuse, the secular literature looks pretty bleak. It basically is saying, you know, you just have to, you just have to, you know, run uh, as fast as you can and get away from this um, person. And, and there is some truth to that, right? That you and I would agree with. I mean, you do have to, sometimes separation is absolutely necessary in those situations. So, I mean, I, I don't want to diminish that, that uh, the necessity for um, safety and doing what you need to do to get away from this situation, at least in the short term. Um, but by God's grace, um, sometimes uh, uh, a perpetrator can see uh, his abuse and own it um, and um, hate his sin and uh, begin the process of turning from that abuse. And you and I have both seen that as we work quite a bit with perpetrators. We believe that that can happen, even if it's just a few, a, a small, uh, which it is, even if it's just a small uh, number of people in the grand scheme of things, uh, we, we believe that it can happen. Uh, women out there who have been um, who have been hurt uh, in various ways um, uh, through domestic abuse, there is also uh, hope uh, for you in, in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, and, um, and, and there is, uh, there is counseling that can be had uh, for the trauma, and, and you can live um, in safety and sanity and peace. Uh, and Chris and I both desire that for you, for sure. And so, uh, yeah, there is there's hope and there's so much great work being done out there. Uh, as I said, all of these different uh, people and the organizations that they represent. Uh, and there's great work being done in the secular community as well that, you know, that, that we uh, want to uh, highlight as well and say, you know, there, there are, in fact, we have, like I said, there is a resources section in the back of our book and we direct you to the state agency in every state in the country um, and even it, the, some of the agencies outside the country um, where you can find local resources uh, for help. So uh, there is help and hope, friends. Awesome. Thanks again, buddy. Thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you guys for listening in. Until next time, God bless you all.